1: Play car. My bitch, a choosy lover never
2: fuck without a rubber. Never in the sheets, like it on top of the cover. Money on the dresser, drive a compressor. Top notch holes get the most, not the lesser. Trash like the fuck with $40 in the club. Fucking up the game, get your gets no love. She be country, giving all that you got. Her towels hurt her, to pop her, pullin' pulling off the line smashed up the gray one bought me a red every time we hit the parking lot we turned head some hoes wanna choose but them bitches too scary your bitch chose me you ain't a pimp you a fairy. <laughs> back low, she do it with no hands, now stop popping and roll, a smoking bubble hoe, yeah they in trouble hoe, I like the way she moves, a undercover hole it's on once again, Patron once again, I threw my head back, then I froze like the wind, west side walk it out, south side walk it out, east side walk it out, north side walk it out. Pay. that's all I gotta Damn. say. Can't see you, little niggas. The money in the way, and I'm, I'm sitting high against the ride blazing. If you ain't gonna ride fly, then you might as well hate. Shit, I gotta eat, yeah, even though I ain't no It ain't my birthday, but I got my name on that cake. Shit, believe that, nigga. Man's won't play, and I'ma fuck up. Put the ball brains on the gate. Hey, pick them up, fuck them, let them lay. We see a fucking dead body, everything
1: Yes, that is getting a Tuesday started off good. What is up, folks? It is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is Ryan Bailey, and this is your Tuesday episode. I am so excited uh, for today's guest. As you've read by now, it's Frank Catania. I'm Frank Catania. How you doing? I talked to him the day before Thanksgiving at my parents' place, and he did not disappoint. It, It was another one of those things where I was like, Man, you you are just entertaining as hell. Like there are just certain people that you're like, I just I could listen, I could listen to you just talk about anything. So, anyways, I want to let you know that up top, and there's gonna be timestamps on this. So I'm gonna do like a Bailey mail kind of thing where I'm gonna talk about you know some current pop culture events but i get it if you're here for the first time welcome how are you thank you so much for giving this a shot you can use the time stamps you can skip right to frank Catania because he talks about it all he talks about next season he talks about dolores he talks about his current situation with his lady there's a whole i mean the dude is just the nicest guy like I, in fact i'm talking like him now how you doing hey how you doing we make fun of joey gorga how you doing i'm joey So, uh, if you want to just skip past this part, totally get it. That's what the timestamps are for, but I am going to do some, some news and then we'll, we'll get going. So this is wild. Right. As I started, I got to tell you, there is a common theme. And I'm so sorry for the guys that listen to me. Um I'm I'm going to, you know, is that us guys? We are idiots. I think Frank will admit that he's made some mistakes in the past. I've made mistakes and it just seems like guys, we're idiots. I was, and this isn't funny, but just right before I I fired up the old computer to talk to you guys, we got TMZ reporting, Marilyn Manson, LA County Sheriff, raids his home in sexual assault investigation. Marilyn Manson's home was crawling with detectives from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and it's related to his ongoing sexual assault investigations, TMZ has learned. Our law enforcement sources tell us special victims unit detectives went to the Shock Rockers' home in West Hollywood early Monday morning, executing a search warrant we're told marilyn was not home at the time and law enforcement forced entry with a warrant in hand our sources say the search warrant is connection to the ongoing probes into sexual assault allegations against marilyn and police seized media storage units including hard drives which will be reviewed by the case uh, god can you imagine the person that has to review marilyn manson's hard drives um as they've reported in the past, Manson is accused of locking women in a soundproof room in the home, something he allegedly did to punish them. That's just one of the things. If you actually, Rolling Stone has a great article on Marilyn Manson right now that I think it was in last month's issue. But this guy seems like a dirtbag, and I really, really dislike that Kanye or Gay or whatever we're calling him uh, put him on the Donda album, and he now, Marilyn Manson, is nominated for a Grammy because of Kanye. I don't know if anybody knew that. And if uh, if you follow Dumois, um, it said that Kanye was spotted with Marilyn having dinner at the restaurant Bestia. Uh, I believe uh last week or this weekend, a couple people wrote in to report and they overheard Kanye with his phone saying, Oh, I got her I got hot girls texting me all the time. Which is like it's one thing if you think Kanye's like trying to convert Maryland to like a religious awakening of some sort. It's another thing to just think like they're all just dirtball. We're all just dirtbags. Like, Kanye's still bragging about women and stuff like that. Like, where does that go in the Bible? Like, it's, like, totally cool to follow Instagram uh, Instagram hoes. Is that what we call them? Insta What are we calling them these days? What is the... God, I would love to be an insta I don't think my butt's big enough. I got big legs, but my butt is not big enough. Um, so keep an eye out on that. I think that's wild. Uh, in other news, of men that have wildly failed, um, especially towards women, uh, Tiger Woods actually made a very uh, sad revelation today. He Said, "I doubt I'll ever be full time. I doubt I'll ever be a full time pro golfer again. That's my reality." So he is finally admitting the car crash that he had has. Uh, Left him unable to recuperate enough to to play golf at the level that he is used to playing. So he's gonna say he says he's gonna pick a few tournaments here and there. Uh, So this is kind of like a semi-retirement. But good for him. If you guys watched, um, did you watch that HBO doc, the Tiger doc? It was like a two-part documentary on HBO Max. Which, by the way, if anybody works for HBO Max, that listens to this show. You guys are doing the lord's work over there. I love you guys so much. I love your documentaries. Please, please put me in contact with somebody in your documentary department. I want to interview everybody over there. Wow. Um but the documentary was fascinating just in how his dad really drove the uh drove that ship and kind of instilled this military uh, precision with his golfing, but there's like a demon there as well because Tiger really didn't get to be a kid. Um, I don't know. It's re- it was really fascinating. Which, by the way, I hear that Will Smith movie King Richard um, is out right now on HBO Max, which is Venus and Serena's dad. He plays that, and I hear he's excellent in it. But I do got to make if if anybody from Will Smith's camp is listening, yo man, w- what's going on with you? Are you okay? I feel like Jada Pinkett Smith has taught you to be way too honest. I am re. I. I. Do you know with celebrities, you guys, where you're like, it's too much. I don't need to. No, please, I don't need to know. No, no. I think you're a. You literally do not have to tell me anymore. I just let me enjoy your movies, please. I think you're amazing. Please let me just enjoy It's like the, it it would be the same thing with the rock. Like if the rock starts coming out with like, you know, I can uh, suck my own D right. You know that like I would, it would be like, cool. You don't have to tell us that. I just want to enjoy your movies. Will Smith, Will Smith revealed, um, (laughs) this is another thing where it's like, dude, what do you do? Okay. will and this is a trigger warning for anybody that I don't know. So Will Smith reveals he used to vomit after orgasming because he was having too much sex. Will Smith recently shared some intimate and personal details, <laughs> including. <laughs> could you imagine what kind of celebrity? What? How popular do you have to be where you think we want to know that you're like? You know what? I think I'm going to share that I, I used to vomit after sex. Like what? Um. He says, before starting his relationship with Pika Smith, he revealed that he used to have psychosomatic reaction to sex. Here's what Smith said about his sex life before and after <laughs> meeting his wife. <laughs> so I guess he has a new <laughs> <laughs> he has a new book coming out entitled <laughs> called Will. My new book's called Ryan. Uh, it's coming out November 9th. So it's out already, I guess. In the book, Smith wrote about dealing with heartbreak after his girlfriend, Melanie Parker, cheated on him. I desperately desperately need relief, but as there is no pill for heartbreak, I resorted to the homeopathic remedies of shopping and rampant sexual intercourse. (laughs) Up until this point in my life, I had only had sex with one woman other than Melanie. But over the next few few months, I went full ghetto hyena. Okay. Um, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air star had so much sex that he developed a disturbing reaction to orgasming. I had sex with so many women and it was so constitutionally disagreeable to the core of my being that I developed a psychosomatic reaction to having an orgasm. It would literally make me gag and sometimes even vomit. Guys, if you've been vomited on by Will Smith, So Bad It's Good wants to talk to you. I am putting out a nationwide call that I would love to, if Will Smith has even gagged on you, I would I would really love to interview you. Please, I will, it'll be a very easy interview. I just want to know, what you know. What what happened? Um, He says, um, uh, Smith said that he persisted through the vomiting and continued sleeping with copious women. Because he doesn't quit, he's Will Smith. He's a champion. Uh, He says, in every case, though, I hope to God this beautiful stranger would be the one who would love me, who would make this pain go away, Smith wrote. But invariably, there I was, retching and wretched, and the look in the eyes of the women even further deepened my agony. The look in the women's eyes, yes, Will, because you were throwing up on them. They probably look scared as hell. Are you kidding me? Will has gone off the deep end. Um, in the memoir, Smith also opened up about his early sex life with his now wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. We drank every day. We had sex multiple times every day for four straight months. I started to wonder if this was a competition, Smith wrote. Either way, as far as I was concerned, there was only two possibilities. I was going to satisfy this woman sexually or I was going to die trying. Which, by the way, if you follow their relationship, it really seems like he's going to die trying. I don't feel like Jada Pinkett Smith likes Will Smith. Do you ever get that feeling? It really seems... Like I, you, you guys know what I'm talking. We need to do a red table talk. Discourse at some point. There needs to be a deep dive on that show because it is wild. Uh, Smith got candid about his open marriage in a September 2020 interview with GQ. Jada never believed in conventional conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship, so she grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew, grew up. There was significant, endless discussions about what is relational perfection. What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only only relational perfection. The King Richard actor said that opening up his marriage showed him the highest definition of love. We have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way and marriage for us can't be a prison. And I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road for anybody. But the experience is that the freedoms that were given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. Smith has gotten candid about his relationships. He once revealed he wanted a harem of girlfriends, including famous actor Halle Berry. He said he was working with an intimacy coach, Michaela Boehm, and told her if he could have anything in the world, he'd want a harem of girlfriends. God, can you imagine like do I need an intimacy coach? Has anybody else has anybody had intimacy coaches? I feel like uh but the getting jiggy with it rapper changed his mind when the time came to start contacting the women he wanted in his harem. The coach made you—Will, the coach—Will, you were calling people to actually get people in your harem? He says, I don't know where I saw or some shit as a teenager, but the idea of traveling with 20 women that I loved and took care of and all of it seemed like a really great idea. And then after we played it out a little bit, I was like, that would be horrific. That would be horrific. I was like, can you imagine how miserable? I mean, the insurance alone is—wow, that is very sister-wise if you guys watch that TLC show— which by the way just premiered last week. they had their second episode on Sunday. Uh, my roommate loves sister wives very big and very happy for all the ladies to get away from Cody, the main guy. will could have been Cody um, but also I you know will also if you're listening man I, I by the way you just sold a book. I need Will Smith's autobiography. I need to read the hell out of that book. if it has stuff like that in there, imagine what else it has in there. Damn. That is Santa. I would like the Will Smith book. Um but wow, I mean I'm worried about Will Smith. I think he's such a good actor. He seems so happy and friendly and there seems to be a storm within. If you you know and you know who else has a storm folks, Mr. Randall Emmett. Um So, uh, Lauren from Utah, or Lala Kent, as we know, uh, obviously separated from Randall. They were never married, remember? They were engaged. And she has his child, who's very, very cute and adorable. And Lala, if you look at any of her Instagrams, or like, she is hawking every good known to man all of a sudden. Because she needs some money. In fact, she has that tattoo that said Rand, and she made it brand new. So, she changed it to brand new. Which, by the way, I revealed... Uh, Did I reveal on the main pod or on a Patreon that I have a tattoo of my ex's name, but my ex's name is complicated. So there's no other way that I can make it another word, you know, like there's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't like Rand, you can make brand new, but I can't with my ex. It would be like, I would have to invent a word. And then how do you explain that? Either way, I'm fucked. Um, So. She has a shirt she's selling, like a sweatshirt that says brand new. And it's like, yeah, that's awesome. But at the same time, like, do we really want to buy things with like Rand's name on it? Like, it's fun for La La that she did that to a tattoo. But is that really, you know, is it? I mean, I know it's like the, that's like what we call an impulse buy. But then I feel like you'd have like buyer's remorse afterwards. But she is hawking every, if I open up Instagram, I bet right now I could, I would get confronted with a la la Instagram ad. She's selling glasses. She's doing commercials on her IG. And it's like, yeah, get that money, man. She's going to have to play the game a little bit. I am so proud of her, though, because this guy is a douchebag. I believe I'm having girl gangs on the Instagram account that kind of busted Rand out uh, yesterday and today. It's actually gone into today as well. And this guy seems to have a modus operandi, uh, a way of operating with, uh, with these ladies. And he'll dm them constantly he'll ask for nudes he'll pay them he really loves the sugar daddy thing um and the thing is so many people can back this shit up in terms of their stories and it's just it it's i don't know man that's a real sickness because he has a family he has kids i assume that he did love lala or does love lala and he i mean that's a real sickness like i hope he i honestly i hope he can like see somebody about that but like when you when you like doing stuff like that, can you really put that back in the box? Will he ever be satisfied or satiated or he's always going to be wondering, like, who's the next girl I can see nude? You know, like, I want to keep Lala on the side. And I wonder how much Lala actually knew. And I wonder when she actually found out and what was the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, of course, and the world now is does not get the Randall and Lala podcast tour that they had actually had dates on sale. That has gone by the wayside, so that's sad. And we know Jax and Britney were going to be a part of that, so they've lost another job, which is very sad. So, uh, man, it's just nothing. Did he Also, did anybody watch Portia's Family Matters? I guess that's the, the title of the show. I have not got to see it yet. I did finally watch the Potomac Nicki Minaj. It was good. I don't think I need celebrity... Um, you know, it was it was cute. It was a one-time thing. You can tell Nikki is a fan of the show and I loved that. I thought that was really cool. She got to ask some good questions, but it's not something I, I would love to know what you guys thought of it. Um, remember, later this week I am going to be starting up my solo recaps of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip again. I want to commemorate what Bravo has done, because I think that really is a special show. And if you do not have Peacock, don't worry. I'm going to walk you through every, every, every scene, and it's going to be great. I swear, I promise to you. Um, God, am I I think I'm being too much today. I really am. Uh, no. Oh, by the way, tomorrow's exciting. The reason I'm actually doing this early tonight, because I am doing my first talking head you know, one of my goals is to be a talking head. You know how they had it in like the Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. They have like talking heads in that. That's what they call like the people they interview. But like, I want to be a pop culture expert at a talking head. I want to always do the podcast, but that's another thing I want to do. And I get to do my first one tomorrow and I'm so excited. I'm so nervous and I hope I look okay in my clothes. I, I look like a giant troll right now. So hopefully Hopefully it'll all come together, but I'm so excited and I hope my brain says the right things at the right time. So I come off smart and witty and funny and not creepy. like Like I definitely can sometimes. Um, how are you guys doing? Are you good? I forgot to ask. I'm so sorry. Um, Let's see, Uh, quick hits. Bradley Cooper and Irina Shake look like they're back together. Remember, Irina was dating Kanye for a second. Now, Bradley and Irina have a child together already, so they are now being spotted in paparazzi photos, like smiling all over the place. Now, if you look at Irina's dating history, she's had a fascinating dating history. I did an IG story uh, about this, uh, like, God, probably like six months ago, because It's fascinating. There's been a lot of rumors about Irina. I would be very curious to talk with her. Uh, Also, Bethany Frankel and Jason Hoppy heading back to court over custody of daughter Bryn uh, 11 as war between exes rage on. Okay, so there are three certainties in life, folks it's death, everybody's going to die, taxes, we all got to pay taxes, and. That Brittany and Jason, Hop- sorry, that Bethany and Jason Hoppy will be in court for the rest of our lives. Like it is assured. This divorce has been going on longer than it feels like, longer than any Vander, like any Bravo show known to man. But the 51 year old reality star finalized her divorce with her ex in January, nearly eight long years after they initially split. Uh, But Frankel and Hoppy—Frankel and Hoppy, that sounds like a horrible cop show. Frankel and Hoppy will appear before a New York family court judge on December 8th for a hearing involving custody of their daughter. Could you imagine how much money both of these people have spent on lawyers? Like, I know they're rich, but my God, just the wasted, wasted money. Damn! So— Thoughts and prayers out to them. I hope they can, like, at this long, don't you just want it over? I mean, this girl's going to be 18 in no time, you're going to still be fighting for custody over her. Like, and imagine how, like, she's got to be very aware at this this point. In uh, happier news, uh, Britney Spears says, Lighting my candles is a joy. Britney Spears reflects on her new freedoms a year and a half after she accidentally burned down her home gym and reveals she's on new medication. Um... The vocalist says she's been on the right medication she's quoted for a month. She said she was present and optimistic after her father was removed from the conservatorship that she was under for 13 years. Uh, She shared a photo of the Christmas tree. And, uh, man, I got to say, like, we, we said this a lot on this show, and I know you see it everywhere on everything. But it gives you a really good feeling. This is a really good thing that happened britney being free and i mean not to get mushy but like if britney can get freed after 13 years thinking that she never would be free like she really was in a form of prison is that who knows what's possible for our lives we can do anything never give up never give up hope like i'm not even joking like this is huge like it's so nice that she feels good that she is starting to feel optimistic again and we you know I even joked about all her crazy Instagram posts and all that stuff. But if you think about it, I'm sure the amount of medication they had her on and the lack of hope, like that's got to drive you crazy because you can't believe this is real life. You know, Uh, she says, thanks to the doctors uh, or conservatorship people. Good God, my friends, it's good to be here and present since I can actually pray now, hopefully in just three months there will be a shift for me. I mean, who knows? I'm not going to thank anyone. I'm going to pull a Snoop Dogg and say, I thank me for believing in me. Let's watch, watch, watch some TV, folks. Um, so yeah, I th- she's got her iPad. Remember when they wouldn't even let her buy an iPad? So I don't know. That makes me extremely, extremely happy. Um, what else? Because Oh, this is interesting, you guys. Did you know Will Ferrell? He had a producing partner, Adam McKay. Now, Adam McKay is one of the... Did you know Will Ferrell? Actually, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay produced Succession, the show on HBO? I'm not joking. But they were producing partners forever. They met on Saturday Night Live 25 years ago. Uh, Adam McKay was a writer, and Will Ferrell, of course, was Will Ferrell. And they wrote together some of the funniest SNL sketches in history. More cowbell. More cowbell. Um, all his Neil Diamond stuff All you know Adam McKay and Will Ferrell were a team at SNL and that carried over into movies so Adam McKay was part of the response you know responsible for Anchorman Step Brothers um, The Other Guys all of their hits but Um, It turns out Adam McKay also is a director now, like he directed the, the Dick Cheney movie a couple years back. He has a new Netflix movie coming out pretty soon with Leonardo DiCaprio, really amazing director in his own right. And he has this show coming out on HBO about the 1980s Los Angeles Lakers. And Will Ferrell was supposed to play the role of Jerry Buss, the Los Angeles Lakers owner. And McKay thought, well, this is going to be a serious project. I want to give it to John C. Riley. And John C. Riley is also Will Ferrell's best friend. And Adam McKay didn't do Will Ferrell the courtesy of calling him and saying they went another way and they gave it to John C. Riley. So John C. Riley had to tell Will Ferrell, and Adam McKay didn't. And it really hurt Will Ferrell's feelings. And they Folded up their production company, Gary Sanchez Productions, which produced so many amazing shows, Eastbound and Down, uh, The Righteous Gemstones, really, really great production company, and they shut it down because Will Ferrell was insanely hurt. So this came out in a Vanity Fair article today, and I know it's not like Vanderpump or like you know reality show, but it's it, it's fascinating in terms of how Hollywood works. And at the end of the day, we're all just children. We're all just children that don't want to be hurt. And, um, you know, he's, I guess, written many apology letters and stuff like that over the last year and a half. And Will Ferrell has not accepted it because you think of Will Ferrell as just a goofy guy and not somebody that can get hurt. But it seems like he was very, very hurt. So that just really stood out for me. Um, also the tributes to Virgil Abloh, the, uh, prolific, uh, Louis Vuitton artistic director, um, the condolences keep coming in on Instagram And uh, Kim Kardashian posted a Like a 10-slide one With a lot of photos of him and her And him with Kanye And things like that Whereas Kanye has deleted his entire Instagram Or all the photos off his Instagram As of yesterday uh, And it's, you know Because of Virgil uh, People are speculating So uh, I don't know What do you guys always think about Instagram um, Memorials You know, like, I, what do you think? Like, do you, do you get, I noticed Leah McSweeney posted her photos of Virgil. She did one yesterday and one today. And, you know, I, I always, do you ever wonder, you're like, okay, get it. Like, do you ever think like there's like, do you, we get, do you think that they, they're obviously in deep mourning, but. Is it like, do you think they want us to see them with that person? Or do you think it's just genuinely, that's what you should do? If, you know, like, it is weird. It's something that we didn't have to think about 20 years ago because, you know, social media wasn't around. But what is the proper way to memorialize somebody? And especially if they're in a celebrity, um, if they're a celebrity of some sort. I don't know. I was just thinking about that when I was looking at all those. And I don't have the answer. It's just a question that I've been asking. So, um, also, uh, yeah, we're going to talk this week more about the Housewife and the Shaw Shocker, the Hulu documentary. Of course, I said yesterday that I was like, it's so-so, but we're going to talk a lot about it. We're going to break it down. I think there's some really interesting points on that. Um, but we got another great week of TV ahead of us. But remember, Winter House is done. That is very sad. And this Friday, they are filming the Vanderpump Rules Um uh, reunion, which I don't know, you know, it's just not been such the show's not firing on all cylinders. So it'll be interesting what that reunion will be about. But man, if Andy pulls a four part reunion out of that thing, I'm walking. No, thank you. But, uh, okay. To our guest, that was fun. Remember, if you didn't hear this if you used the timestamps, but if you stuck with me, thank you. I love you. And I hope you love our next guest. You know him, you love him. He is an Italian stallion from Real Housewives of New Jersey. He is uh, a bodybuilder. He used to be a lawyer. He's in construction. He does it all. He's an extremely nice dude. We love his kids. I mean, little Frankie, every girl has a crush on little Frankie. Every guy has a crush on little Frankie, I think. And Dolores, of course, has all of our hearts. But I think you're going to see that he is just, it's a continuation of just how amazing this dude is. Um, I'm going to play some commercials right before that. But if you look at the timestamps, you can skip right to Frank Catania. But I'm going to play those right now. And when we come back, we're going right into Frank Catania. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. If you like this, please leave a good five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Join the Facebook group, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. And that is it. And I will talk to you on Wednesday. Bye. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's qince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. We will be right back to the show
1: in just a second. We have a couple uh, commercials for you, people that are sponsoring the show this week, all uh, great, great, great uh, products and people and shows. I'm very excited. Our first one, they are a repeat sponsor. It is a game called Best Fiends. Now, it is the busiest time of the year, so if you need a break from the holiday action, Best Fiends is the perfect pick-me-up. It is seriously my new favorite game. I have been playing it for the last couple of weeks, uh, and especially over things. Thanksgiving, I actually, we would sit at the fire pit, my cousin and and uh, her boyfriend, and my dad, and sometimes my mom, and I would have my phone, and I would be playing this while I was deep in conversation with my family. Sorry, my family, if you're listening. Uh, Best Fiends is a match-three-style puzzle and adventure game all rolled into one, and with more levels being added all the time, there's always something new to play. Best Fiends has it all. It has an amazing storyline, collectible fiends, And tons of fun puzzles. I can't put it down. It's quite possibly the best puzzle game out there. And no Wi-Fi? You're on a plane? No problem. Play Best Fiends wherever and whenever you want with offline mode. So even if your holiday travels take you off the beaten path, you can still play Best Fiends. Um, Like I said, I brought it on a plane once already. I have brought it to my parents' place. I'm going to be on a set this week. I will probably bring it there. And also, it is a great way to get your mind. If you want to like not try to break your habit of like watching TV when you go to sleep, like I do, it's kind of a good in-between thing to kind of Break the TV habit, if you will. So download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That is friends without the R. Best Fiends. Uh, So check that out, you guys. I think that's great, and especially around the holiday times and... Gotta get your older kids involved, too. I think it's cool. Uh, So our next one is sponsored by Wondery. Of course, we all know Wondery. They produce so many amazing, amazing shows. Uh, Here's another one. In the early 2000s, millions of households across the world tuned in to watch contestants battle for The Last Rose or to be the final survivor on the island. Reality TV was beginning to dominate the airwaves, and every show needed to be bigger, flashier, and more scandalous than the last. But in the case of one infamous dating show, the real drama was happening off screen, and it would shape the future of reality TV. The reality TV series There's Something About Miriam seemed like a pretty standard dating competition six young men wed for the affection of Miriam Rivera, a beautiful model from Mexico. But when Miriam revealed that she was a trans woman during the show's finale, the on screen drama sparked an international uproar about gender, sexuality, and whether reality television had finally gone too far. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, The Story of Miriam Rivera, reveals what happened behind the scenes of this infamous TV show and how a multi-million dollar lawsuit and media fallout impacted the lives of Miriam and the contestants and changed the rules of reality television forever. Um, I think shows like this are kind of amazing it's what we've been talking about lately folks with getting a peek behind the curtain we saw that of course with denise richards and the bravo 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 um but this actually takes us behind the scenes of what they did with this actual reality show um i think it is so fascinating to dissect these shows that we love and see where these productions learned from their mistakes also, I I think this podcast especially highlights that sometimes uh, the bigger story or the more intense story is actually what's happening behind the scenes. Uh I am definitely adding this to my podcast list. Um I'm very excited for this one and I'm actually I think going to probably be speaking to somebody involved in this podcast because it's just a really really great story. So follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Uh, That is very cool. I love uh, when other podcasts uh, sponsor this show. That is awesome. And it's about reality shows. It's what we love. Um, And finally, Uncommon Goods. If you're anything like us, you want to win that Best Gift Giver Ever title this holiday season. We've got a secret source for that. It's Uncommon Goods. Uh, Uncommon Goods has just right gifts for all your loves and likes. We're talking moms, dads, teens, in laws, besties, your one and only, all of them. It's not stuff you can find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods has unique and creative gifts, often handmade by independent artists and makers. And they have gift guides to help you match the right gift to the right person. Here is some cool stuff I found recently on their site. Um, of course, they have a cold brew maker. I want this, actually. I um, I love Starbucks cold brew, but it's really expensive. But if I had a cold brew machine in my house, which they sell on Uncommon Goods, I think that would finally be the product that would make me actually happy in this world, I saw that. That was cool. In fact, you can actually go on there. You can say, I'm looking for my wife or for my daughter or for my girlfriend, and they will give you a list of items that are particularly good for them. And that is so cool. I kind of went on there and I know you're not supposed to do this, but I just started looking at things that I would like. And that's not what gift giving is all about. You got to give to your loved ones, especially this time of year. They have it all. So who knows what holiday shop shopping will look like this season, and the unique gifts at Uncommon Goods can sell out fast. So shop now and get it taken care of early. Folks, we have less than a month to the, the big holidays. We got we to get this. We got to get it under control. So Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. Uncommon Goods also uncovers Uncommon experiences. They offer that. So choose from live online classes in mixology, cooking, flower arranging, embroidery, and more from handpicked artists and experts. They will even teach you cool classes to learn cool things. Uh, and with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back $1 to a nonprofit partner of your choice. So this is the important part. To get 15% off your next gift, go to Uncommon Goods. Dot com slash so bad. That's uncommongoodscom slash so bad for 15% off. Remember, if you guys forget any of this, it is in the show notes. Uh, this will be there for you. So don't miss out on this limited time offer uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. Uh, and now, folks, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad, it's good. Today, we have somebody that's so good, it's great. We have a legend. We have somebody that has one sexiest house husband, three years running now. Uh, He is uh, a king of uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey, and I think he's just a really great guy. We all love him. We all know him. Frank Catania Sr., welcome to the show. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for
3: having me on. You're
1: making an introduction. I was waiting to see. Honestly,
3: I thought I was on the wrong call.
1: <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was talking about Joey Gorga. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I got to say, do you, I mean, could you ever 10 years ago expect your life to be what it is today?
3: I could never fathom it whatsoever. Honestly, if anyone ever told me 10 years ago that we would be. <laughs> Right now, I would say, oh, you're, you got to be crazy.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's wild because, I mean, the, the thing that we all love about your show is, is uh, there is like this really sense of family with it. And even uh, though you and Dolores have gone through your issues, you have this really strong sense of family. And especially as Thanksgiving is tomorrow, which, by the way, I, I'm so thankful that you're even actually thinking, uh, talking to us near Thanksgiving. But um, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving this year? What are you doing? What do we do? I'm still, believe it or not, I'm
3: still in the middle. Well, not in the middle. I'm at the very, very end of renovating Dolores' house, uh, <laughs> which came out. <laughs> Please, yeah, oh. I gotta tell you something. I hate to say it, but Dolores is honestly probably my worst client ever, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Since I've been building, but we are we're almost done with the house. My children are living there. Neither Dolores or I are living there, but. We are having Thanksgiving back at the house uh, tomorrow. And Dolores, as well as my children, uh, Dolores' family, my family, we still all get together as if we are one big happy family. Because quite honestly, divorce or not, that's exactly what we are, Ryan.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's what, and you really get the sense of that. And I think sometimes, uh, you know, people, and by the way, how sick are you uh, of answering the, are you and Dolores ever getting back together? Because I don't even think it's about that. It's like you guys are family at this point.
3: But we ex- exactly what we are. We are family. And what I say to people, and I hear it all the time. I do. I hear it all the time. Well, you got? You guys are perfect. For one another. <laughs> I think we're perfect. We're perfect. The way it is right now, If it's not broken. Let's not try to fix it.
1: Yeah. Well, I, so that leads me to the next question is people found out you were coming on. And the number one question I get for you, are you single? And will you date a Bravo fan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
3: I am not single. I am <sighs> not single.
1: I'm going to cut this uh, out. That's a horrible news for everybody.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry to say that because I really, I gotta be honest. I have such a great time with the fans. I really do. And a lot of the women are are just, they're they're great. You know, they're so open and they say whatever's on their mind. Uh, I, yes, I, I I have someone, uh, I do have someone at this point and going on. who knows maybe next season, you know, we we shall see a little bit of her on the show. (laughs)
1: Um, so you guys have already finished filming this, uh, upcoming season and I, I mean, is it very different? Cause the guys are, are, I mean, the women are always going to rule the roost in a housewife shows, but you guys, the house husbands of Jersey, especially have kind of taken off. Everybody loves you guys so much. Do you guys have your own storyline this season? Or I mean, when, when shooting starts, how does that work for you guys?
3: We 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 basically go along, all right, with We 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 know we're always ancillary to to the to the wives, <laughs> all right, because it's housewives in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, but th- th- it's just a close knit group, all right. Right now, there's five of us, and when I say we are friends, we are definitely friends outside of the camera as well. And when you see us on film what you see is it's not scripted it's not even it's not even discussed it basically just here go here do this and next thing you know it just meshes and i got to tell you something this, this season we got two editions we got Tiki Barber come oh on <laughs> and, yeah and we and we also have Teresa's uh new fiance Oh yeah Louis, Louis. All right? So now they come into the group, and, and believe me, they they you're not allowed to just join this group, all right? You have to be initiated. So when, <laughs> listen, throughout, throughout certain episodes, the two of them, i got to be honest with you, yes,
1: they are initiated, all right? <laughs> I mean, has Bill Aiden learned to handle his liquor yet? No. <laughs> no, no, not at all. That's a quick no.
3: I guess. When Bill first came on the show, Ryan, and Bill was, as you, know, you see, him, he was somewhat reserved, quiet. Yeah. And hey, because and because once anybody and, and you talk to people, and say, oh, you know, Dr. Aiden, you know, why is he so tight? I I'll see. I said Once you meet Bill Aiden, he is so different. He is the most logical person in the world, first of all. But second of all, Bill is just a fun guy with a sense of humor, dry sense of humor. But I got to tell you something. He, he's 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 a great individual. He really is. And this season, guys, if you thought last season was bad with the men, you, 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 you thought we could not take it any further, Ryan, well, yeah, believe me, we crossed that line. Not only crossed the line, we crushed that line and even go even further.
1: I just need to make sure Joey Gorgia kisses your ass at one point. Like, there's no it's, it's justice for that, you know?
3: No, Joe is not kissing my ass, but Joe is probably uh, – it, 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 I hope they don't cut it and edit it. But there's a scene there, Joe, which is
1: a lot worse than kissing my ass. Okay. <laughs> um I, so you I mean the thing that people don't really stop to think about is that you guys have known each other a lot of you guys have known each other for for decades. Um you know that's correct, right? Go Joe, Joe Gorgon and I, I yes, we go back to I got to be honest, we're probably close to a
3: at least 25 years, maybe more. Uh, Joe Beningo, I met with the show, who has become a very, very close friend of mine. Uh, Evan and Bill, I also met through the show. And as well, I consider both of them good friends of mine as well at this point. But no, I've been together. Uh, Joe Gorga, I did business with. I was Joe's lawyer for a while. and yes, I've known Joe Gorga for quite some time.
1: Um. Uh, what is the biggest, like, did you ever happen to watch the show when uh, Joey Gorga first came on? Like, did you even mess with that at all and go like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's putting it all out there like that?
3: Yes. Yes, I did. And we would talk about it because, like I said, I was his lawyer and I spent a lot of time with him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's you know, I never once, while I represented him, ever thought I would be in the same position. That's what and, I was
1: thinking. It was that if you see him and like how intense it was with his family dynamic, I just wondered if it ever gave you trepidation then when Dolores said, hey, would you want to do this? Were you immediately like, no? Or were you like, you know what, I'll try it?
3: Ryan, I was like, well, let's try it, all right? <laughs> um, you know, do- Dolores was initially chosen way back when the show first started, initiated. And she said no because of the age of our children. And then when they came to her the second time around, uh, she spoke to me about it. And, you know, we both agreed, move forward with it. And if you notice,
2: though,
3: Ryan, I don't get caught up. I don't get caught up in any of the nonsense. There's no, you don't see me fist fighting with any relatives. You don't see me fighting with anybody. Ryan, do me a favor. All I care about is Dolores. We're going to a dinner. Let me eat before we get thrown out. All right? It's so true. We had a, last year we had a, a show with Michelle at her house and was a great one until Dolores blew up on Joe Gorgon. They got into it because the girls had a vote against Dolores. In the background, all I was doing, Ryan, I sat there. I was sitting on line because they were making fresh mozzarella and I was sitting there and they're almost done and they're wrapping in roasted peppers in it. And and, and, and quite honestly, I'm sitting there first in line because there is no line. I'm the only person sitting there with a plate waiting. And, And next thing you know, Frank, we're fucking out of here. Said, oh, my God. I'm like, Dolores,
1: please, no. Fucking now. I said, oh, are you serious? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's your reality. But the reality of that makes such good reality television. And we kind yeah. of like, I remember that scene. I mean, because that not that the scene where Joe was like, you know, like kind of was talking out of his ass and said, like, you're broken, Dolores, and all that stuff. That at, was that scene, right? At,
3: it sure was. It sure was. That's when you see me in the background with the look on my face. <laughs> You know, because, you know, the mozzarella, he's just getting close to the end. And now they're starting to wrap, you know, they're wrapping the roasted peppers. And now he started, I'm sitting, I'm the only person in line with my little plate, like a little galvon and, and, uh, he's just about ready to
1: cut it. Let's go. I said, you're kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. Well, do you, I mean, do you watch that show? Like, did you watch that scene back? Because a lot of people were also like, did you get upset at Joey Gorga for saying that to Dolores? No, what what happens is listen. Joey's like family. First of all, Joey's like a little brother, a very little brother to Dolores. Okay.
3: Yeah. And right. And, and that's, I know. And to step in, we not when to step. Dolores can handle herself pretty much all the time. If it ever comes to a time yes, I will step in. Believe me, I, I would never, but I know Dolores can handle herself better than anyone, especially when it's almost like a family fight with somebody like Joe Gorga. So that's it, you know? And yeah. I let that too, because I know the next day the two of them will be talking.
1: Um, You're also known for having really great kids, and especially Frankie, who, uh, you know, everybody loves Frankie as well. And We saw his journey where he seems like one of the most studious people out there, and we saw him, I think, get his business degree and all of that. I mean, is that something that both of your kids have? Like, do they get their work ethic from both of you guys?
3: We wonder sometimes. I got to be honest with you, Ryan. (laughs) The Lord... About it the other day, we were driving together, and, and the, the the worst problem we have with our children right now thank God both of them are done. My daughter's a doctor, she's a veterinarian now, she's working. Uh, Frankie's out of school, Frankie now has a degree and working in real estate and finance with uh Teresa's uh fiance Louie, oh, yeah, yeah. right? And our, our, our basically our one and only complaint both our kids are workaholics, that they don't enjoy themselves nearly em- enough. They, that's it. Everything's work. Everything's work. Everything's work for them. You know, that's so what it, see, do like, it re- like.
1: I mean, Frankie moved in with David, I think, to study. For and I remember, see, I was like, oh my god, that sounds so boring. But it was like what he was all about. And I was like, I've never, I've never been like that in my life. You know, and that's probably why I'm where I'm at. You know, <laughs> Ryan, I think that goes for me, me as well. Um, <laughs> and the thing about it, and Frank, Frankie just,
3: if you put together his actions, they don't, they, they don't go hand in hand with his looks. Because when we're out, and Frankie is so, so humble. Any time me and him are out, and I just see, I see the women. Yeah, and that guy could coast. Trip.
1: That guy could just, like, coast it, on getting it, girls and being a model and crap like that. And he, he, he doesn't even
3: notice it. He doesn't care about it. You know, I mean, my son has always been, even when he was younger, a couple of years back, you know, when he was bodybuilding and he looked great, looked healthy. You know, me and my son would be in South Beach. i got to be honest with you. And we're walking down Lincoln Road. <laughs> I'm seeing women. Of all ages, turn their heads and look at him. I'm going to tell you what he's doing, Ryan. My son is going in dumpsters and taking stuff out and he sells it on eBay. That's what he was doing
1: back then. <laughs> you got to knock some sense out of him. He is too sensible. Oh my God. And I'm like, Frank, are you fucking <laughs> serious right now? These women. All right. Uh, well, I mean, so you actually are also very known for being into bodybuilding and things like that. And you had like a bad accident. It was on your legs, right?
3: Yeah, both my legs. That's for how, sure. That's how for how sure. have
1: you healed? I know you you've been healing. Is it is everything tip top now? We're
3: we're, we're not back to one hundred percent, but I I'm, I think I'm back to as far as I'm gonna get. Um, and I'm back in the gym. I'm back working out. Unless you knew something happened to me, other than seeing me go downstairs, you would never know anything happened. Despite Dolores with her Instagram story saying how. And when I got hurt, oh, this is it. Frank's never coming back from this. Dolores DeL- is-, 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 is my biggest cheerleader of pessimism. All right?
1: So. <laughs> well, I mean, what is what is working out meant to you over the years? Because uh, didn't you also uh, – didn't you help train Teresa too when she was bodybuilding? Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes, I did. I sure did. I, I, I used to help. Um, I competed myself for many, many years. And yeah. unfortunately, I had an injury me from competing so i lived vicariously through people i would help get ready and you know to of my, my my greatest individuals who i enjoyed were obviously my son training him and also training teresa um bodybuilding working out has been a part of my life ever since i played college football high school football uh, and I, I carry it into the rest of my life with respect, to a dedication, the discipline. Uh, you name it, the drive. It, it it all it all comes from the gym. That's the way I look at it. And, and you take that and you live it through. You take it and carry it into the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, it seems like everybody that I know that are actually disciplined, like that have worked on their bodies. There's a certain type of mindset that's like a really great, tough mindset that actually instills a lot of confidence and success further down the road. Uh, I used to be a bodybuilder, but I injured myself eating stuff from the refrigerator. So uh, I can never work out <laughs> again. Yeah. So um, that, uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> um, do we, uh, so in this new season, I know we have a lot more stuff with Louie. Do we like Louie? Do we trust him? Did you, uh, you guys put him through the ringer, uh, I suppose, but overall, do we get a good vibe from him?
3: I gotta tell you, um, everybody on the show, Louie, Louis, I compare it to Bill Aiden, okay? <laughs> the two of them are so logical when they talk, all right? When yeah. they talk, and, and you sit there, and, and myself, Joe Gorga, Joe Beningo, we get a little hostile, we yell a little bit, you know, we scream. And, and by the time you're done listening to also Tiki, so you got Louis Tiki, Tiki and Barber, yeah. Bill. They're so melatonin, monotone, and, and, and they're so, I mean, God, so logical that I, 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 I'm i embarrassed to yell. I'm embarrassed to yell. But the fact is Louis Louie, I like Louie. I like Louie a lot. I know there's a lot of stuff out there yeah. with respect to social media about Louis. But I gotta tell you something. I have seen absolutely nothing in Louis whatsoever that is indicative of the things that I read on social media. All right. Gotcha. All right he, he he all right. He's and on top of that, he's been absolutely incredible to my son. Uh, he's great great to Teresa. And uh, myself and Louis, we do business, all right. Louis and I do some business together, and, and and quite honestly, I have absolutely nothing but praise for Louis.
1: I love that. That's actually, you know, when you deal one-on-one with somebody, that's uh, the best way to actually uh, get to know somebody is just actually being around them. Um, so you used to be a lawyer. You are now in real estate and other business ventures. What did, what did you prefer? Do you miss the law?
3: No. Well, I mean, what I did is I always did my business ventures somewhat when I was practicing law. Um and but now I now I basically took them on full time, which I I gotta be honest with you, I enjoy so so much more. I hate getting up in the morning and having to put a suit on, <laughs> waiting in a courtroom, waiting for a judge. Um I did a lot of matrimonial law back then. Uh quite on I was no, I was definitely Wait, is ma- is matrimonial
1: law like divorces and stuff like that?
3: Yeah, yeah, oh. It's divorces. Oh, and, and and it's a shame because when I when I when I got disbarred, um, Dolores yelled at me first of all for not telling her exactly. <laughs> yes, I remember exactly. That, yeah. when and and but I, again, Ryan, I do that because there's nothing she can do about it. There's nothing anybody can do about. It. So why am I going to stress you with that? All right, well, let me handle the stress. Let me let me deal with it. And then she said to me, uh, quite A few months after I was disbarred, she goes, "Frank, honestly, I, I wish we were disbarred earlier. Maybe we'd still be married." You know because yeah. it, 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 I'm a happier person. The one part which I did enjoy very much, I was a city prosecutor for the city of Hackensack for, I think it was five years, all right, mm-hmm. the head prosecutor, and uh, that I enjoyed. I got to be honest with you because not only did I have a great rapport with my police department, my judge, my administration, the defendants, quite honestly, they loved me because I was more, I was always fair. I was always fair. And I have people, and you're out in the streets and somebody comes up to you now all the time and you got you, you one of three things, do they know me from you know, me growing up? Uh, mm-hmm. do they know me from the show? But now also you gotta remember, do they know me from prosecutor in, in hack attack? Because oh, people geez, come up yes. yeah, love a show. Other people come up, you know, I think they're you know, like me because of the show. And they say, You did me such a solid in hack attack. And I again, yeah, I'd love to hear that. I really do.
1: I mean that's uh, these shows are kind of amazing because it takes like it shows our commonalities no matter where you're from, but also the place you're from compared to Beverly Hills is much different. How would you describe uh, a type of person where you grow up and where you live? What what kind of what are the 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 traits of those kind of people? Um, it seems like stand up stand up people, funny.
3: We are we are listen. I I think we are are stand-up people here, all right? The way I put it here is we are salt of the earth. Uh, We will be loyal to you to the end. We are a little rough on the edges, okay? Um, As people say, what you see is what you get. And I'm going to say what's on my mind, whether you like it or not. So I may offend people here or there, but that's only because I'm I'm, I'm speaking the truth, all right? And if I offend you, I'm sorry, but you want to know something? I'm not going to get – you know what I hate, Ryan? When somebody says to me, hey, listen to this, but don't tell so-and-so. No, no, no. If you tell me, I'm telling that person. Okay. If you tell me, I'm not, I, I, I do all the time. Don't tell me a secret because I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, that's me. I don't, I don't hide anything. I don't, I do a lot of things that I regret, but Ryan, I, I'm, I own them. I own them. All right. I, I've been arrested in the day. I got this barge, you name it. I end up cheating on Dolores and they're all bad things. But the thing is I I, I I own it, man. I own it and, and, and I say what the situation was and I try to explain it. No excuses but I explain it.
1: Yeah. I think that's kind of why everybody really loves you is that you admit you've made mistakes and you've r- risen above them. And I think that's kind of like inspirational for, I mean, like I'm an idiot guy. I make mistakes every day, all day long, but as long as you can face those and kind of move forward, I think that's really some of the best things that we can ever see. And especially on TV. And that's why I really love your show is because that's what I'm saying. It all comes back to family. It all like, I don't really sense a lot of like just plain evil people on your show, you know?
3: Oh, that's that, definitely not. And yeah, listen, D- Dolores is the same. Dolores has been loyal to a fall uh, in the past. All right. Listen, she she went over and above with with respect to Siggy and she caught a lot of shit for it. But you know, I know something that was her friend and that, that's what she was doing. Um, she was she stuck with it. And that's that's just Dolores. Dolores. And she 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 is loyal to a fault, and she still is to this day.
1: Well, when the guys go to one of these big parties and you see one of the girls getting into fights, like we are already rumored for like Marge and Teresa getting into fights. Do you guys just sit back and just keep drinking and laughing? Do you just say, let them deal with, it? I mean, cause it really, when they cut to you guys, it always seems like it's a whole different scenario. They're like fighting for their lives and you guys are over there just chilling. Does it get kind of like at this point, you're a couple seasons in, does it just make you laugh or do you have to treat it really seriously to not piss off Dolores?
3: We we have to this this year. I got to be honest with you. This year gets you think the table flipping was bad. This year, we're lazy. <laughs> uh, wait, wait see what happens here. And, and again, the guys pretty much stay out of it. But uh, you know, but we 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 cause some shit for it, for staying out of it. All right. Um. Th- this year, believe it or not, the conflicts between the women uh, spilled over a little bit into the men. But we try generally not to allow that to affect our relationships with one another.
1: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, are you then allowed to talk to, like, you know, are you allowed to talk to the guys that are, like, their wives are in trouble with the girls? Are you still allowed to be cool with the guy? Like, I didn't know if there was, like, rules that you're expected to follow.
3: The women have never, as far as I know, uh, is never coming between any of the guys. Okay. Never coming. (laughs) All right. Uh, The guys still talk. Believe me. And there's some situations between Margaret and Teresa. All right. Um, Yeah, that's, you know. You know, stuff happens. Um, and, and listen, there's a situation between uh, Teresa and, and Jackie sometimes, but Evan, all right, um, and, and, and Louis still talk. You know, they, they, we don't we don't allow it to get into in our relationships.
1: Yeah, no, I, and that's, it's, that I mean, but I think that is a key element to the show is you guys now. Uh, as we start wrapping up, I just wanted to highlight too, is that you guys are doing live shows now, sometimes the house husbands I've seen.
3: Uh, we, we did over the summer. We did a, uh, down at the hard rock in Atlantic city, which was, we had such a great time this past weekend, the five of us, the five husbands were in Carteret, New Jersey. and uh, we did a show down there, which was great. I just love to interact with the fans and believe it or not in February, uh, Super Bowl weekend that weekend, we are going to be out at Caesars in Las Vegas.
1: No, that's a, I mean, could you, that's what I'm saying. You, you could have never predicted this 10 years yeah. ago. That, never, that, never, never. And listen, keep your eyes open. Because what we
3: hear all the time, I got to be honest, we hear it all the time. And I tell the, every all the fans oh you guys need to show of your own you guys need to show of your own don't tell me i said tell andy so who knows Maybe well that's, coming that's, up in that's your...
1: okay that was my next question is that we saw like this past week they had ultimate girls trip where they put a bunch of combination of housewives all together i mean that's the rumor that we've always heard is that there needs to be an ultimate guys trip where it's you guys mauricio from beverly hills all of that i mean would you be down to do it i mean i think it's like there's demand for it there's not even a question, At, and 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 100 percent I
3: would be, and in most 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 of the, obviously the remarks you see are the Jersey guys, the five Jersey guys together with Mauricio Piquet, and, and usually <laughs> there's there's a, one, or two, one or two other people thrown in there.
1: Yes, and could you imagine? You no, imagine. I mean, I can't imagine like that's the kind of drunken debauchery we need on Bravo, because, you know, that is just pure silliness. Like I, I would I mean, everybody has said that from day one with you guys, especially where there was always rumors that it would just be a Jersey guys spinoff. But I love that. It's like a combination of both. But I think you guys would be a great special, like an ultimate guys trip. I think it would be so like I'm shocked you guys aren't doing it already.
3: Can you yeah, Can you picture? Honestly, me me and PK in the same room, both of us <laughs> <having> too much <laughs> Oh my God. I we would go at each other. We we come from such different backgrounds, but I guarantee in the end we all have a great time.
1: Yeah, I mean totally. Um and the other thing I saw, I don't know, like I saw you guys didn't you and Dolores just do a show together. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. You wanna know something? We did a, a charity show which was yeah. oh that that was great with the guy from American Pie, all right? He was he was Jason awesome. Biggs, yeah, he yeah, was, yeah let me tell you. And that was that was almost a surprise. The only one who knew about that was Dolores. The arrested his family, in fact, gave it to. No one knew what was going on. And he shows up at the door, all right, and it's called Cash at Your Door and it was for charity. And and I guess about it. was it was uh it was such a great, great time. He was so so funny. Um, and we had a great time. And we did not only myself, Dolores, the kids were involved there as well as David was part of it. And we ended up winning $25,000 for Dolores' charity, press the Press Center.
1: I love that. I love that. Um, um, final two questions. How are you and David doing? You guys seem to have a very special relationship and unique, and a lot of people are surprised, but it seems like you guys kind of really get each other. Is that still good? Um, yes, we
3: are. And as I'm sure some people have seen in the social media, uh, Dolores and David, uh, may no longer be. Yeah. All right. All right. But, uh, myself and my children are still, David's still family to us. Uh, we formed a, a very, very, um, strong bond with him.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like
1: goes back to family again.
3: It, it does. It does honestly. And, and and we, and I, I still see Davis. I still see David okay. a lot. All right. I still I still stop by his house. I pick up dinner every once in a while, go over there. In fact, uh, one of mine and Dolores' best friends of ours just had surgery. And believe it or not, he is staying at David's house now, so David could take care of him. What is this so like? A, I, is
1: David's place just like a rehab center? Like he was helping you go to the bathroom and stuff. <laughs> David, listen, the, the rehab, yes, right? There's
3: no girlfriend living there because David's a horrible boyfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's an incredible doctor. He really is the guy. That's what he's meant to be, and I hope it doesn't interfere in him in the future. in yeah. finding a good relationship. He's married to his work. He the, the man. Anytime anybody in our family is going to the hospital, David needs to know, and he'll be there. All right, he'll be there. And listen, David. David works with vaginas. All right, that's what he does. He's a perinatal <laughs> doctor. Joe Joe Gorga ends up getting kidney stones, and David's there sitting by his side. You know, and make,
1: <laughs> hey. I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what you want. You want somebody that's, you want somebody, a good doctor that's always on your side. Um, and finally, what is the craziest fan experience you've dealt with so far? Oh my God, let me think. Uh,
3: in person? In person. <laughs> it could be in
1: person or online. It could be either or it could be both. Oh, I'm online.
3: I I, I, I get DMs that, that are just, I, sometimes I don't know how to explain it, Ryan. Ryan, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> videos we're like, I I got to turn my camera like sideways and upside down to figure out what the hell's going on, right? <laughs> it is, but but it, in person, um, I, I had some women. I guess she must have had a couple of drinks, and they come up and very nice, um, and they always ask to take pictures, which I, I loved. I never ever ever say no. Nor does Dolores, uh, and that's one of the reasons why she has such an issue with Ramona. But always do yeah, in person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some woman is next, she takes a picture and I look at her and I said, oh, thank you very much. And she proceeds to try to slide her tongue down to my throat. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, thank you for watching, but that's going a little far.
1: Oh my God. I love that. I mean, uh, I uh is your girlfriend a jealous type or is she good?
3: Yeah, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, she's used to it. All right. Yeah. Um, she's she's used to it she, somebody crosses the line though know she, uh, she, she does get some hairs up on her back but um and the problem is she hasn't been she hasn't been around uh, because listen uh she feels as if she ever came on the show that she would be the reason that people think dolores and i are not together
1: oh right? yeah i can see why you right? think that yeah
3: Right? And she doesn't have thick skin. So that's that's one of the reasons.
1: Oh, God. Well, thank God you have thick skin and are able to share this with us because yeah, it, it really is. does make for amazing TV. And uh, thank you for talking to us so close to Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, I – wait, is there a big dish you do for Thanksgiving besides turkey?
3: Uh, don't worry, obviously, we're Italian family. have to have the macaroni. Always have yeah. to have the macaroni. the you know, you always get the, you know, we got the cheese. Uh, you always, anyways, we, the amount got, all right. You have to have a little amount got there. Um, so it's, it's always Italian, Italian, and then it ends up with the turkey at the end. By the time the turkey comes out, Ryan, everybody's too full. Nobody eats the turkey. is there for leftovers.
1: Do you do night to seven fishes on, on Christmas?
3: I haven't done it in many years. We used to do it when I first was with Dolores. We would always do it. Um, it just haven't done it because it seems like we're running around so much. Uh, this year, we're getting out of the house. Hopefully, it'll be done by then. Yes, I, I'm hoping that we get back on, on track. So Yeah, I, I dated Delorce, a... a Dolores' mother has a lot to do with that. Dolores' mother has a lot to do with that. And, you know, she had open heart surgery. So, knock on wood, she's recovering, doing well. Uh, and, and so, hopefully, this year, we're back on track with that.
1: Oh, I did it. I dated an Italian girl for a while, and her family did it. And it was, like, to the point where we were still eating at midnight, and I was crying. Yeah. I was so full. You know, it was insane. <laughs> um but that's welcome to the Italian family Ryan. Exactly. <laughs> uh Frank Catania Sr you are a legend thank you so much for being so nice and taking so much time with us today is there anything that we can support for you anything check out besides uh following you on Instagram
3: that's it honestly all as all well just guys thank you so much for having patience because I know it doesn't look like the new season's coming on until February we thought yeah. it was going to be on in this. Um, and just have patience because I promise you it'll be worth it. I promise you it'll be worth it, and I just want to thank everyone so, for supporting us. I re- I really really do because without them we would be nothing.
1: Oh, and please say hello to my friend Danielle Hollaback Cards on Instagram. She's in love with you. One hundred percent. I know her. She yes, she says you Absolutely. are the best guy ever. She loves you so. Um, oh, I just... thank you, man. Listen, right. Happy Happy Thanksgiving to you, your family, and all of your listeners. Uh, thanks, dude. We'll talk to you again. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.
3: Betches.